Good morning. What a pleasure to be here with you today. First of all, pleasure because I am the proud parent of a CUI student, uh, but also a pleasure to be here to share with you about Lutheran Bible translators and God's word for every language. It's an honor to be here at CUI because the early formation and missionaries of Lutheran Bible translators occurred right here in Orange County more than 50 years ago. Chuck Mansky, who played such a leading role in uh, Concordia University here, also played a very formative role in the mission vision of LBT, Lutheran Bible Translators. The understanding of the need for all people to have access to God's Word drove the mission passion of those who formed and continued to serve as missionaries with Lutheran Bible Translators. It's not always easy to translate God's Word into languages which don't have writing systems even before you begin. One must first make up a writing system before you can begin translating. But the end result is amazing. Last November, I attended the dedication of our newest New Testament, the Komba New Testament in northern Ghana. The Sunday after the dedication, the New Testament was used for the first time in the local congregation. It was read rather slow and haltingly, but with big smiles. After every reading, the people clapped and cheered. And I found myself just feeling a bit jealous that we don't have the same spontaneous reaction when we read God's Word in our churches. Well, our reading from God's Word for Chapel today is from Isaiah 49, verse 6. This text is addressed to those who are not of the tribe of Israel. The Jews or the tribe of Israel tended to think of God or Yahweh as they called Him as their own God. Yahweh was for them, not for anyone else. But God always has had a different purpose than that of being merely a tribal God for the Jews. Sure, He is the God for the Jews, but He is more. He's a God for all people, regardless of tribe, race, nation, or language. God's promise through Isaiah is directed, if we read in 49.1, to the people on the coast and those from afar. In other words, that's us. We hear about a Redeemer, a light given not only for the Jews, but for the whole world. Let me read it. It says, it's too light a thing, or that's kind of an idiom, like it's not enough that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to bring back the preserved of Israel. I will also make you as a light for the nations that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. As a missionary for many years in Africa, I love the global scope of God's mission. God's gift of salvation is not for a certain tribe or tribes, for a certain nation or a people, for those who think themselves more civilized than others. It's for everyone, even to the end of the earth. So just where is this end of the earth? When I first went overseas many years ago, I was sent to live in the northern area of Liberia where people spoke a language called Bondi. It was a dense jungle area. There were very few Christians there. The roughly 60,000 people who spoke that language knew of a creator God. They called him Galangi. But they also had many other gods, and most hadn't heard of the good news of salvation through Jesus Christ. Living in a village called Taninahun was challenging. The food was different. The people were different. Names were different. When I first arrived, one old man named Saji in the village said that my name, Mike, was too hard to remember. Everyone agreed, so they gave me a different name, Kekolo Wolengi, which was easier for everyone else to remember, but much harder for me to say than Mike. 
The language was also different. My first linguistic task in preparation for Bible translation was developing a writing system for Bondi because it hadn't yet been written down. It was challenging because Bondi is a tone language, as are 60% of the world's languages. I hadn't seriously worked with a tone language before. For example, if you say in Bondi, Mabatengi, you've said gift. If you say Mabatengi, you said his gift. If you say Mabatengi, you say my gift. Did you hear the difference in those? Mabatengi, Mabatengi, Mabatengi. I know the guys up here, the musical guys, they probably all heard the difference on that. You put a little bit of different tune on the same set of syllables, you've changed the difference. Let me whistle for you. I'll isolate just the tune. The first one is... Second one. Third one. Mabatengi, Mabatengi, Mabatengi. And you change the whole meaning. The problem was how to acceptably represent those tones in writing so that people don't get the wrong meaning when they read the Bible. When you pronounce the wrong tune on a word, you can give it entirely different meaning. I pronounced the phrase, I was trying to learn a language in uh, Botswana and said Dakakangwa. And uh, I meant to say I forgot something by getting my tunes wrong and the inflection, I said I fried a dog. People <laughs> thought that was, I weren't sure what I was trying to say to them. The bottom line was that in northern Liberia, I really was at the end of my earth. I had a new name, I had new language, new food, new people, and sometimes I just wanted to go back to something familiar. But as the time went on and the Bible was translated into this language, people heard the message of Scripture. The light of salvation came to this place at the end of the earth, just as proclaimed in Isaiah. And now there are many who speak and hear Bondi who believe. In Romans 1.16, we are informed that the gospel, the good news, is the power of God unto salvation for all who believe. That is why Lutheran Bible translators exist, that the light of salvation might go forth to everyone, no matter what language they speak or hear. As Christians, we've been formed through the gospel message through different languages and places, which, as defined by Isaiah in our reading, are really at the end of the earth. For us as Lutheran Christians, first to begin in Germany, then move to Scandinavia, then the Americas, then to nations in Africa and Asia. Asia now has over 11 million Lutheran Christians. Africa has more than 20 million Lutheran Christians. The ECMY, or Makaniesus, in Ethiopia grew from 20,000 in 1959 to 7.3 million members today. It's the largest Lutheran church in the world. The Konso Bible Translation Project in Ethiopia is under the ESEECMY and partners with Lutheran Bible Translators, which is, this project is the focus of the Night of Hope this Saturday night. This is to help complete the Konso language Bible to be printed in 2016. When I was last in Ethiopia, I asked the General Secretary of Makaniesus about the importance of everyone having God's word in their own language. Here is his response. Uh, it makes the communication of the gospel very easy. When one hears the gospel in his mother tongue and in his vernacular, uh, there is much difference between hearing in someone's language, especially when someone speaks in other people's language. Uh, very hard to be comfortable and free to speak. That's the experience I have. 
uh, I speak uh, three languages. My first language is Oromo, and uh, the second one is Amharic. I learned it at school, and then English. But uh, whenever I want to express myself more, I jump to Oromo, and uh, when I speak in Oromo, emotionally also I feel free and more relaxed. So uh, it, is, it does much help for uh, hearing the word of God and uh, also believing even the word of God and owning it. So very helpful. Others feel the same. One man in a Bible translation field testing group in Botswana in southern Africa heard a passage from Revelation in Shekalahari. That's the language of the Kalahari desert people. For the first time, he said, Before when I was reading it in Shekowa, which is what they call English, I understood it. But now, hearing it like this, the Spirit is taking it straight into my heart. The light for the nations and the message of salvation through Jesus Christ is moving through the world as promised through Isaiah. And so here we are at Concordia University in Irvine, California. Just another place at the end of the earth. Here you will get a great education, great opportunity, and make great friends. But the real purpose here is that you will hear, learn, and believe God's plan of salvation for you. That he sent his son to die on the cross for every area of life where you have missed the mark of being acceptable. God gives each of us this gift of life freely so that we might believe in him and the light might come to us no matter who we are or where we are, even at the end of the earth in California. I appreciate the mission focus of CUI and I'm thankful for the effort through the Night of Hope to support the translation project for the Konto people in Ethiopia. Through such partnership in the gospel, God's word calls no matter what language people speak. If you think God might be calling you to engage a people group for the purpose of translation, literacy, or vernacular media to proclaim the word, I want to point you to our LBT Recruitment Awareness event in November in Grim Hall. We would love to have you be a part to learn more about how LBT missionaries engage people groups so that they have God's word in their own language. My wife, Cindy, will be outside uh, the chapel later with information on this event. Through his word in our own language, God comes to us right where we are. Life isn't about surviving or making good grades or making a lot of money. Rather, life is about living out this gift of salvation that we've been given wherever we are, even to the end of the earth. Hear it. Believe it. Own it. <laughs>